Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Geeky Dinks. This week we're going trick-or-treating. The sun's still up. We're putting up the decorations, lighting the jack-o'-lantern, doing all the fun stuff while the kids are still awake before they crash on all the candy. It's the not-so-scary portion of Halloween. Yeah, there are two very distinct types of Halloween. There's the fun, there's the sweet, you know, family-friendly outings, cute costumes and cute decorations. And then there's the horror that is Halloween. Right. Yeah, and that will be next week's episode about, you know, the true horror parts that really get you scared. Uh, the parts that usually have an R rating. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't really care for that as much. I'm I'm much more of the family-friendly type. But you know what? I will say I'm a bit complex when it comes to Halloween because I don't like to be scared, but I love dressing up the house in a scary manner, not a cute Halloween, which is with little smiley faces. Yeah, our, our house in the past few years has been... It has kind of a skeletons and spiders theming mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, and I hate spiders. Yeah, kind of facing your fear on that one. No, I still don't like them. <laughs> I don't like them. Then someone else doesn't either, and if I can make it scary, we're good. Apparently that's a very common thing that make people all creeped out are spiders. Well, I mean, when you think about it, there's a lot of not-so-great movies about spiders. You know, you don't... That's, like, one of the few creatures that you don't see in the family-friendly Halloween stuff. That's true. They're the spooky side. I mean, they they do make the crossover into more family-friendly things, which is why we see them in stuff that we don't expect them to, Mm -hmm. and therefore why you're always like, every time. Every time. Time. Bring it down every 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 time. <laughs> it's Lord of the Rings, it's Harry Potter, it's the Star Wars game on Kashyyyk. Always spiders. Always. Not family friendly. I don't like them. Yeah, that that'll probably be brought up more next week too. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's interesting because I mean, now I take it back, there are some cute spider decorations, but they're fewer. When you think when I think of family-friendly Halloween. I think of those, like, over-exaggerated pumpkins that yeah. are painted on with, like, the witch's face with that weird little, like, curvy smile mm-hmm. thing. I don't know why, but that's, like, the one that always pops in my head. All the inflatables. Mm-hmm. Even if they are creepy, they still have the fan whirring in them and the little light on the inside, mm-hmm. so you're still kind of like, oh, yeah, it's inflatable. <laughs> well, and how creepy can an inflatable be? They're yeah. always kind of campy. I'm always torn because some houses can really pull off that cute Halloween vibe with like the hay and the pumpkins and the cute little ghosts. I'm like, oh, those are actually kind of cute. But there's certain places that do that better than others. Yeah, it's usually broken down between the houses that go to Spirit of Halloween (laughs) and then the ones (laughs) that go to like Hobby Lobby. And yeah. <laughs> Joanne's yep. and stuff like that. Like Hobby Lobby especially, they go real skint on the actual Halloween stuff. Yeah, it's all harvest. Yeah, harvest, mm-hmm. autumn, all the leaves and the hay bales and stuff like that. No no scary stuff. Not yeah. even not even a jack o' lantern or anything. Not even really spiders, honestly. No, no it's really just pumpkins and scarecrow cute scarecrows. They're the ones that would be on the trunk or treat thing. When did that become a thing? Mostly because of... The sketchiness of people? <laughs> I mean, yeah, people started like just getting more concerned with letting their kids just go up to houses and get candy from random people. I mean, it. it I guess it. it's more of a problem when people go to other neighborhoods. That's fair. If their neighborhood is not known for getting into Halloween, that's true. They take their kids somewhere else. There was always that one neighborhood, that like good neighborhood. Yeah, the one that everyone got together. They made it kind of a theme. Almost uh, the same with uh, Christmas. It's usually the same neighborhood. Yeah, it is usually the same neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> you go there to see the lights. You go there to get the candy. And in that, there's always one house with, with the king, king size. size. Yep, always, always one house with the king size. <laughs> we had one when I was growing up 
they had a king size candy bar, but in order to get it, you had to go through their haunted house. Oh yeah. They literally cleaned out their garage. They spent like two months cleaning out their garage, setting up this haunted house to walk through. I think I got through half of it and just I couldn't do it. Oh, Walking no. on the macaroni shells just creeped me out. <laughs> I was little. I am not a scary Halloween person. <laughs> so I started crying. And I think I got the king size anyway because they were like, oh, it's okay. I'm like, I was little. <laughs> I didn't like it as much. But that's why I think it's great that there are places like Disney that have the not so scary Halloween events. Right. Because there are little kids where some of that stuff can be a bit of a sensory overload. Mm -hmm. And it allows them to still enjoy Halloween, enjoy dressing up. I mean, I would like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know the two parks that I usually go to, Six Flags and Universal, their Halloween is generally a lot more intense. Mm -hmm. Actual scary. Uh, Six Flags, I think their daytime thing is a bit more kid-friendly. Like, they actually have kids there in costume going around, Mm -hmm. getting candy, that whole thing. But then their Fright Fest actually starts at sundown, Mm -hmm. and they open up their haunted houses, have their scare zones. Right. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not big on that. I prefer, like, you know, the other night we were watching the TikTok video of the what I'm assuming was the Oogie Boogie Bash from this year, where they had the Sanderson sisters. They brought in all the Disney villains, Dr. Facilier, um, Maleficent, Hades, Hook, and oh, the yeah. Evil Queen. And I think it was... Oh, Lady Tremaine. Lady Tremaine, yeah. So all of those villains, I think I'm missing somebody. It was Cruella. Oh, Cruella, right. Yeah, so it was really cool to see that, because those are characters you don't get to see on a regular basis. And I think that's what I like about... The way Disney does it is they do. They save this particular month for those characters that we're dying to see. (laughs) Pun intended. Uh, And we're like, man, how can we never get to see the Disney villains? They're the best. And it's like, here you go. Yeah. You want to see the villains? (laughs) (laughs) So now I'm the bad guy. Well, (laughs) speaking of the villains, they did tease at D23 this year that there might be a villains park in the future. I would be down for that. Yeah. I would be down for that. Yeah, that would be very cool to explore the darker side of it. But that's that's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, I think it kind of fits because when you think about a lot of the villains' histories, we don't know a whole lot. We just know... I mean, I imagine that, like, Dr. Facilier, his would be a roller coaster through the shadows. Oh, yeah. You know, and be kind of spooky or maybe kind of a Haunted Mansion-style thing where it's just kind of a... Omni-coaster kind of movement. Omni-mover. Omni-mover. It might be an omni-coaster. I don't you never know. It's well, the om- o- omni-coaster is pretty much what the Guardians ride is. Oh, no, never mind. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that, and I, that just looks like a puke fest, so no thank you. <laughs> Ow, you know what? I didn't even think about that. I wonder what Disneyland is doing. Like, is Avengers Campus also? You know, because they have the one part. Well, they, they were presenting their zombie avengers lately Mm, so maybe they're doing a bit more mature Mm -hmm. like they actually have the zombies out and kind of doing their shambling like photo op thing that's true and i know they have agatha and obviously scarlet witch is kind of villain-esque now yeah marvel is definitely a bit more mature Mm -hmm. than just disney and mickey and yeah but i mean i would still consider marvel I wouldn't say, like, little, little kid-friendly. I would say kids in in middle school to high school would still watch that. To me, it's still kid-friendly. You know, to me, when I think of something that's not, it's definitely a mature audience is when we're talking about blood, gore, guts, Mm -hmm. jump scares, things like that. I'm good. I will stick with the cutesy little mini dressed up as Winifred and Daisy as Sarah and Clarabelle. She's Mary. I like that just because I think that's fun because it it shows you that the Disney characters also get to dress up. (laughs) And that's really my favorite part of Halloween is dressing up. It's Dragon Con is the equivalent of a extra Halloween. Yeah. More or less. I like dressing up. I like being other characters. That's just fun to me. (laughs) So Candy, I, I could care less. Take me to a Halloween party and all we do is just hang out. I'm cool with that. We're dressed up. I don't care. I'm good. 
Even if it's a onesie party, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I know we have a tendency to go a little... Too far. Too far with our <laughs> costumes for parties because we're used to the Dragon Con level of it where you go to a place and you post up and you take pictures. Mm-hmm. That is not the point of a Halloween party no. costume. It's supposed to be fun, maybe a little scandalous, maybe a little scary, but functional enough that you can actually party in it. That's true. But when I started seeing that stores like Spirit and Party City are selling these garbage costumes, and I say garbage because 90% of them are, <laughs> there are an occasional one here and there. You're like, no, that's not terrible. I can use some of it. Most of it's garbage and they want like 50, 60 bucks or more. But I'm just like, why? It's not even accurate to the character. It's a, like a lot of the Harley Quinns are clown girl oh, or yeah. clowns yeah they they can't actually license it so they also with the presidential masks oh yeah they're, they're <laughs> like the candidate mask instead of like the actual president that they're yeah i mean it's funny to me when i look at those things because i'm like haha that's funny but then heaven forbid you get a licensed one again they're still not accurate <laughs> <laughs> which really irritates me and then they charge like an extra $20, $30 on top of the already $60, $70 that they are. I'm just like, this is just cheap polyester. I could make this better. <laughs> yeah, but we usually have some sort of like full mask on or something that makes drinking while in costume very difficult. In the last couple of years, because masks have been mandatory. Not at house parties. <laughs> Well, then I'm just using leftover costumes because I don't have time between Dragon Con and Halloween to make another one. <laughs> Usually our Halloween costumes are a reuse of the Dragon Con costumes because, again, that's not enough time from Labor Day to Halloween yeah. to come down from convention, clean up from convention, and then start a new project. Right. I'm not that crazy yet. I will get there, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> not yet. But I, I like the not-so-scary part of it, the dressing up, the, you know, seeing little kids in costumes is super cute. I first thought that, like, trunk-or-treating was kind of crazy. But when you're having, like, maybe, like, a, a group of kids that you just know, like, hey, this school is going to do trunk-or-treating, I'm like, that, okay, that's kind of cute because it's just an easier, like, let's all gather in a parking lot and yeah dress up our cars and okay. i mean it, it, i guess it makes more sense for like a rural area mm -hmm. where everyone's really spread out where subdivisions aren't such a thing right where that, it isn't yeah. as walkable yeah we had a lot of obviously a lot of kids growing up where i lived we're out in the country they would come in town and hit all the little houses in town so our house was always super popular but the houses on the other side of the tracks were even more popular so that would make sense in that case that everyone out there would do like a trunk or treat we we didn't have that back then but i just know that a lot more places are moving towards it i think what it is is that the, maybe the trunk or treating is for the little littles like the tiny tinies yeah barely walkables <laughs> um i mean that is probably the safest thing mm -hmm. to do because you stay in one spot you walk around the parking lot you get it done in about what half an hour right and then you just go home yeah <laughs> You're just like okay we're yeah done. and if somebody has a meltdown there's their car seat and right they can leave yeah i think that's good for the tinies for like middle schoolers and high schoolers the fun was walking through the streets and going house to house but I feel like a lot of people have kind of forgotten Halloween rules. Well, there's a there's a few developments in real life <laughs> that have just kind of changed everything for everyone. Like COVID really changed how people do trick-or-treating. Mm -hmm. Like they can't really come up to the door as much anymore. It's usually you're sitting outside with the candy or you set the bowl out with some candy in it and hope that the first kid that comes up doesn't Don't just dump it. it in. Right. But I mean, like, it used to be, and I don't know if it was ever like a, I don't know what you want to say, a rule. I knew growing up that if the lights were off, they're not doing it. Oh, don't, yeah. Don't bother knocking on their door. If their house light's not on, right? they're not doing Halloween. But it seems like the few times... The like few, when, when we first moved in. Well, yeah, when we first moved in, lights off. She's like, mm, we don't know how it's going to be, and we're not ready, we just moved in, blah, blah, blah. Kids are still knocking on the door. 
Like, yeah. lights are off. You walked up to a scary, sketchy house with zero lights on, and you're still knocking on the door? This means no. And then, of course, the last three, four years, even during COVID, I still sat out. Mm-hmm. I had two kids, and they were so sweet because they took one candy. I'm like, no, I have a whole bag inside. Take this bucket with you. <laughs> Literally two kids. I think I, I gave the last kid, like, a tiny handful because he would not take more like please i don't want this candy at my house (laughs) yeah i know the past couple of years the weather has been really weird too like there's that one year where it was just blowing like crazy and it was Mm -hmm. really really it was really cold that was the year our our tombstone snapped we had to chase it across the yard (laughs) yeah well we had to take everything down that night yeah because the following morning we were leaving we were going Nobody's come to the door for like the last hour and a half. Let's just take it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that made it not so great. <laughs> yeah. I think the weather was the biggest factor. And then of course, I think it was the year after that was COVID. And then 2021, I had the fog machine going. Yeah. Whole street was foggy. And I think our neighbors across the street were the only ones that came over. Oh, yeah. I was like, doggone it. <laughs> but... Uh, we're just going to keep trying, keep putting up decorations, and hopefully become that house that people come to. It's, you know, that's my goal. I want to be that house. I don't know that I'll be the king-size house, but <laughs> I'll be the spooky house. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really nice when you can really pull together a theme mm-hmm. for a house instead of just having, like, the hodgepodge of all the different decorations just kind of plastered on your house. Right. To be able to have a cohesive theme, I think, is a step up. It definitely gives it some thought, which, of course, we we always do. We have theming for all of our decorations. (laughs) (laughs) So I I think that's beneficial. I just, do you think that parents are less likely to take their littler kids to a spooky house? Or do you think they'll try anyway just because they know there's candy involved? I think it's, (laughs) if the kid is walking with their dad, the dad will start leading them up to the house to see how they do. Mm-hmm. and just kind of be like, it's okay, it's all right. Hey, look at that. Hey, look at that. Yeah, that's true. And if they're okay with it, then they make it all the way. And he's like, oh, you're doing a great job. <laughs> right. Or just picks them up and be like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like while they're screaming and crying, just like, oh, hey, just... <laughs> <laughs> just put it in the bag. <laughs> it's like, gotcha. Sorry, we Th- scared your kid. <laughs> Th- thanks for trying. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I like it. I feel like there was one year, there was a kid that was scared, and I think it was a dad that was walking him up, and I had to kind of, like, meet them mid-driveway. No. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry, I didn't think we were that spooky, but I think it was the little ghost guy that was kind of like... Oh, the, the ones that shake? Yeah, I think it was, I don't know if it was the year that we had the Reaper with the wings, but it was the other guy, oh. uh, and he was just kind of ominous and scary looking, so... Yeah, I, I feel bad that I'm the type of person that I don't like spooky, scary Halloweens, but that's how I decorate my house. I don't mind scaring people. <laughs> I don't like being scared. <laughs> yeah, I've been a performer or a character mm. in a haunted house before, and it is a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I will say it is a lot of fun, uh, especially being the guy that's out front in the parking lot, just kind of wandering about, getting people kind of warmed up to yeah you're the people i hate the most getting getting their guard up yeah i I hate y'all the most because i'm not looking for you right i'm i'm focused on getting into the house and getting out of the house (laughs) and then you come up out of nowhere and i'm like not cool not cool man no i mm -mm. no i like the 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 fun ones they gotta have like kid friendly haunted houses right i mean they have some that are haunted yeah yeah they're they're (laughs) not so um gory on the inside it's just more unsettling kind of just like dark and creepy Mm. with the cobwebs and stuff like that there was one at six flags the last time i went that it had a 3d glasses effect oh where you went into this place and it was modeled like a old house but it was all painted and just like strewn with black light paint and everything was glowing oh so when you had the 3D glasses on, everything was just kind of popping out at you. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it wasn't... I'm scare myself. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't so much blood and guts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like a disorienting sort of unsettling So feel. it's more of a, like an amusement 
house than yeah. a, a a fun house. Yeah, kind of like a if uh, like at a carnival, kind of like the mirror mm-hmm. maze sort of thing, where mm-hmm. it's just kind of like you get a little bit of anxiety, mm, but yep. not straight up screams or anything. Gotcha. That might be kind of fun. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so leery. Like. I would definitely be the type that would be like, let's take the little kids out. Let's go trick-or-treating. Do the fun stuff. Do the hay rides. Do that kind of stuff. And then go. And then you can take them to the creepy, scary things and have fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's just, that's why I love, you know, when I think about my particular movie TV watching style during Halloween, it's very much Hocus Pocus, clearly. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, um, occasionally Halloween Town. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, yeah. The fun comedy slash Halloween themed. Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Let me think of what else. I do need to watch like Corpse Bride and uh, Coraline, things like that. Um, Yeah. Because I haven't watched um, those. Paranorman was good. I haven't seen that one either. No, we, we watched it last year. Yeah, it's that stop motion one. Where oh, they... I'm thinking Frankenweenie. That's what oh, I'm thinking. Oh, right, yeah. I haven't seen that one. Those ones were similar. They came out around the same time, mm-hmm. too. But, um, yeah, Frankenweenie is very different from Paranorman. Okay. I think because I've only seen it the one time, so might be something I'd have to watch again. But Yeah, like he can see ghosts mm-hmm. and just like dead things, and the town thinks he's weird for it. It has something to do with like the... Capitol building in the town or something it's built around the curse of a witch that was burned like years and years ago during like the puritan times like hocus mm-hmm. pocus times right and you find out through the course of the movie that it was like a little girl mm-hmm. that was being accused of okay. witchcraft yep i remember now um and they're trying to to calm her yeah yeah, yeah calm her free the town of the curse it's a really good movie I do remember it was really sweet. I wasn't really expecting that yeah. when that came out. I was like, and, oh. and I think that's one of those ones that is really a very good example of a family-friendly mm-hmm. Halloween-type movie. Right. I feel like the family-friendly ones, aside from like um, Hocus Pocus and literally Halloween Town, are Halloween-themed, but not necessarily Halloween-specifically. You know what I mean? Like... Even Nightmare Before Christmas doesn't take place on Halloween. It takes place after Halloween. Right. Yeah, it, it starts right after Halloween. Yeah. Right. So really the only ones that I can think of off the top of my head right now are Hocus Pocus and Halloween Town are the two that literally take place on Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's some others. I mean, especially on the horror side of right. it. Right, but on the family-friendly but, side, they're yeah, more the just spooky-themed. Yeah, usually if it has to do with ghosts... Mm-hmm. Or monsters, or Casper's a good one to watch in this time too. Yeah, Casper's a it's not it's nothing to do with Halloween, but again, ghosts. Yeah, anything ghosts, haunted, more comedic, zombie wise, mm-hmm. maybe like Zombieland, Warm Bodies, Warm Bodies. I love that one. Yeah, like all the ones that are horror comedies, Shaun of the Dead. I don't know that that's necessarily family friendly, friendly. but it's a lighter, I would call it a lighter Halloween. Yeah. Halloween light. Yeah, it's definitely (laughs) straddling the line between family friendly and not. Diet Halloween. (laughs) Halloween zero. Just because it it makes you laugh, but it also has some very gory moments. Right, that is true. I was was actually just thinking, um, you could technically put Haunted Mansion in that category, and that made me think that they're remaking Right. Haunted Mansion, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, yeah, and there's also the the Muppets Haunted Mansion. As yeah, well, the Muppets Haunted Mansion which was, was really good. It, it was kind of like one of those annual Halloween specials on mm-hmm. a network, and it was all the celebrities that they could rope into doing it that year, just doing their little cameos per scene. I mean, that's the one thing I loved about the Muppets is they could still tell the same story, but make it entertaining. Bring in all these cameos that you're like. Why is this person here? Because it's the Muppets. Who cares? Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's always been the Muppets thing is with celebrity guest star fill in the blank. Right. But I mean, that's how Sesame Street was. It was very much, here's Big Bird and here's some random celebrity. Here's Elmo. And... Yeah, and someone else. So yeah. I, that's what I think I like about that kind of stuff too, is that you can get a little bit of everything. And of course, 
Muppets are very self-aware of yes. how ridiculous <laughs> they are. Because so they're like, we're puppets. We know this. Like, <laughs> we understand. That That's always fun. And I think what I like about the family-friendly side of it is that it's just a good time. I feel like after seeing a Halloween special or seeing a... Halloween episode. Yeah, or a Halloween movie. You just kind of feel good. Like, you don't really feel... You've either laughed or had a good story. Yeah. Like all the uh, the Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah. They had all the a Halloween heist. I would consider that more on the, the slightly older family-friendly style. Uh, maybe not little kids, like super PG, well, but... That, well, yeah, that's mostly just because of the humor that they use. Right, rather but than, it's still... Rather than, like, scaring them. Yeah, there's no gore, there's no... Anything like that. It's just... It's a heist episode based on... Halloween. Literally, that's it. (laughs) And I love it because it's fun. So you're like, you're watching it, you're entertained, you're... Maybe it's because I feel like all the Halloween movies are just entertaining. Like, truly entertainment. Well, usually Halloween movies, if they're not there to scare you, they're there just to give families something to do during this time. Mm. Because it really isn't geared towards little kids. It's meant more for... If you go back to the actual history of Halloween, you know, well, it's yeah. it's about... <laughs> it's a lot darker mm-hmm. than what we've turned it into. Right. So making it family-friendly is a little unnatural. So the stories are all just a tiny bit forced. Which isn't bad. Right. It's giving us a new venue of enjoying the holiday Mm -hmm. just in a bit more inclusive way i feel like halloween movies and halloween episodes are very dreamworks-esque where it's geared towards kids but it has that adult humor in it that's like parents are entertained too don't worry nobody's left behind (laughs) that that makes sense yeah all the treehouse of horror episodes Mm -hmm. for the simpsons especially right at the beginning the first few seasons of it they had the disclaimer warning at the beginning of it. Like, these episodes are very uh, spooky and violent. Mm-hmm. And I not, forgot they did that. And not suitable for everyone. Or not suitable for anyone. We recommend you change the channel now. Right. I forgot. For, for, <laughs> for those of you who are still here, enjoy the show. Right, because wouldn't that be like Lisa would come up on stage and she'd like um, announce it? At later seasons, I think yeah, she did. Yeah, either Lisa... I mean, it was pretty much a member of the family each time. Okay. I think it was Marge the first couple of years because mm, that makes she's the most the mom sense. And, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. I don't know why I forgot that they did that, that they had kind of that, like, don't watch this episode, it's really spooky, and, you know, it could lead to bad dreams and whatnot, but... I didn't know as a kid that Simpsons wasn't really a kid's show. Yeah. It's not really meant for children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my mom was always mad when my dad would let me watch same, it. Same. Same. <laughs> my mom's like, well, the time she spends with her dad, so I guess. <laughs> I was like, whoops. Didn't know, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the first couple of seasons didn't really have... A Treehouse of Horror. It wasn't even really called Treehouse of Horror mm. for the first 12 seasons, I think. It wasn't until season 13 that they actually called it Treehouse of Horror proper. Yeah, the, well, the, all 13, the time that kind of makes sense. All, all the times before that, it was the Simpsons Halloween special. Right. I do remember that it wasn't always Treehouse of Horror. Gosh, they've had, what, 30 seasons? Uh It started in 89... So 33 seasons this year. And sometimes they would do like two episodes. Yeah, they had another Halloween style episode, Mm -hmm. but then they had the actual... Treehouse of Horror episode. Yeah, because Treehouse of Horror has always been like an anthology sort of episode Mm -hmm. where it's like three short stories. Mm -hmm. And then they have, especially in more recent seasons, they've had the other Halloween episode that's just kind of a long-form Simpsons episode that's okay. about Halloween. Gotcha. Well, yeah, because that makes sense, because their Treehouse of Horror episodes are very storybook-based, so they'd be like, you no know, Bart's a vampire, and, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah, nothing is canon. Everyone's getting killed off by the right. end of it. Yeah. But then somehow still survives. I think it was one was like, Mr. Burns was a vampire. That yeah. might have been a regular episode, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've considered him a... Uh, vampires several times oh well, yeah he's very old yeah obviously but yeah that's i always thought that was kind of fun that like you know you would just see them you know they become these other characters even though they are still themselves 
their other things. Yeah, yeah, they've all been everything at this right. point. I mean, they it's a cartoon that's been going on for 30 plus years. I'm sure they're so tired. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to imagine, like, what they're doing now is they're staying more in current times. So obviously there's yeah. stuff to always write about, but... Yeah, it's it's become, <sighs> pretty much with all the cartoons, it's become more of a social commentary mm-hmm. than just telling original stories for the characters because everything's already been kind of said for the most part. There was that whole thing about Simpsons did it on South Park. <laughs> it's all been kind of done. Yeah, Simpsons has been predicting the future for years now, too. They have? Which is kind of spooky. That should be a whole treehouse of horror episode in itself is just recapping the things that they have predicted i I think that's actually a series on disney plus is it really is the predicting episodes really yeah wow that's funny yeah i like the fact that it's been going on for so long now that you can watch a treehouse of horror a day during october and have a couple left over for Halloween, mm-hmm. just to watch a few more. Question. If we were to treat Halloween the way most do Christmas, so you know how at Christmas they play the 24 hours of a Christmas story. Yeah. If there was one movie that they would play for 24 hours. That I could watch over and over again. <laughs> what would you want it to be? Um, what Halloween movie would you leave your station on and listen to for 24 hours? <laughs> probably Beetlejuice ooh that's a good one that is a, yeah that is a good one because it's got a really good soundtrack mm-hmm. I mean you kind of know what parts of it are what when you're not even really paying attention to it and the fact that I, I can quote it out of nowhere is that's true huge selling point for me <laughs> but yeah I think Beetlejuice what about you well wasn't gonna say Beetlejuice initially, but that's a really good one. I like so many Halloween movies. Honestly, though, it would probably be OG Hocus Pocus. <laughs> it, I mean, I know that movie inside out and backwards, and it seems like every time we watch it, I catch something new. Just how they react or what they say, and it just cracks me up. So I would probably not leave it on that station for 24 hours, just simply because I wouldn't want to be annoyed with the movie, because I think that's what happened to A Christmas Story for me, is when you hear it for the first two times, you're like, okay, we've already heard this. Yeah. Then the third time, and the fourth time. Yeah. And then by, like, the sixth or seventh, you're like, is there anything else on? Right. <laughs> like, I don't care if we watch sports. I mean, the, the, <laughs> sh- the movie's only supposed to be two hours long. It's on TBS or TNT or one of those, right. like channels that has a commercial break every like 10-15 minutes that was annoying too so the movie instead of being two hours long is like four hours long so Mm. it actually only makes it through it like six times in the 24 hours but that's still way Way too too much yeah yeah i think i could probably watch hocus pocus maybe two or three times back to back before i'm like okay yeah okay Or I'll just start walking around the house quoting Winifred Sanderson and just being like, okay, we need to turn it off before I start going out in public like this. (laughs) (laughs) Start sticking your front teeth out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And just looking at people, dust thou comprehend. Yeah, start talking in old English. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, what's wrong with her? 24 hours of Hocus Pocus is on. Oh, right. Right, 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 right. (laughs) No, actually, no, the worst part would be Somebody would come to the door during my favorite part, and I would ignore it. Oh, yeah. That's what would happen. It'd be like the middle of her song. I'd be like, I did it, but did. No. <laughs> I will come back in like formats. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind watching Ghostbusters 1 and 2 over and over. I had considered all, that. Or, or all, all four of them. I was going to say, they do have the newest one, too. So, yeah, you could watch the Ghostbusters marathon. Yeah, watch all four of them. Beetlejuice and Hocus Pocus. Those six. Throughout 24 hours? Yeah, I'd be alright with that. I feel like... On a rotation? I feel like we do need to open our Halloween... Because I do get so focused on making sure we see Hocus Pocus and making sure we see Beetlejuice. That, again, haven't seen Frankenweenie, haven't seen Coraline, haven't seen Corpse Bride. Like, those are all that would fit in the spooky season <laughs> that I haven't seen. And a lot but of... mostly Tim Burton's whole repertoire. <sighs> yeah, I don't know why. I... Well, it's his thing. Yeah, but I mean, we watched Nightmare Before Christmas. Not as often, though. 
I mean, I guess because we've kind of decided that it's more of a Christmas movie. Mm, that could be. Yeah, it would be one of those, like, the day after Halloween you watch it. Yeah. Like, November 1st. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you are if you happen to be up after midnight on Halloween mm-hmm. going into November 1st, you might as well watch it. That's not a bad. It's kind of like when the ball drops, you're just there for the after. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have kind of thought that Ghostbusters 2 is kind of a New Year's eve movie there are a few of those but since it's ghosts right also related it kind of does that too it's a little bit like nightmare in that respect but there's just so much that you can watch and read (laughs) right during halloween i mean pretty much any time between september when it starts getting cold a little bit up until halloween you start getting all of the just those nostalgic bits that you remember from your childhood. Reading Goosebumps. Right. I was going to say reading Goosebumps or even watching Tales from the Crypt. It was a little I, I, darker. I, I, well, I was a little too young for that. Maybe that's why I don't like scary <laughs> I mean, it was a little bit scarier. Um, yeah, the than... Crypt Keeper, he creeped me out. He was, he was creepy. There's no denying that. But I do remember reading the Goosebumps series. Um... Uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I remember there were a couple episodes of... You remember the Nickelodeon show, Salute Your Shorts? It was at like a a summer camp. I remember the name. I don't know if I've seen it though. Okay. There was one episode that was really scary to me that gave me nightmares. Mm -hmm. It was about like the janitor for the camp. Like he plunged somebody's face or something like that. I don't know. It was just really creepy but I'm sure if I watched it as an adult... It'd be corny. Yeah, it'd yeah. be really just kind of stupid. But <laughs> at the time, I was super creeped out. Right. <laughs> I always forget about that, too, because when I think of something of not being scary, I'm also older. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there are things that, when I think back to what scared me as a kid, I was terrified stepping on uncooked macaroni in the dark. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, you're stepping on bones immediately hate the sound of cracking bones yeah can't stand it i'm like no it's macaroni shells like it wasn't a big deal well we we have seen that certain kids at a certain age just because we have younger nieces and nephews and stuff Mm -hmm. like that they get scared by things that you wouldn't expect to be scared by just because you've been around long enough you know what's real and what's not right the fact that some places like disney go out of their way to make some Halloween things more family-friendly, especially for those kids, mm-hmm. I think speaks volumes for inclusiveness. Oh, absolutely. I, I think it's great that they have that opportunity because, yeah, like you said, when just regular Disney is overwhelming and they make things so real and so believable that it can be scary yeah. because, you you know, as a little kid, you don't understand that this is just animatronics, or it's just the way the light's hitting. It's not actually real. And if they've got an overactive imagination, like I did as a little kid, and still kind of do. Okay, I still do. Not gonna lie. <laughs> it can be scary. <laughs> I got myself psyched up for no reason. And yeah. I think that's what kids do. And that's why Disney is so great. Because even though they do have their villains, and from watching that that live stream, their villains are amazing. Kudos to the to the girls who play the Sanderson sisters for that because their mannerisms, their voice, so perfect. The only thing that threw me was when Winifred sang, it's it's not Bed Miller. So I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> but other than that, they were fantastic. Um, and then, of course, the Maleficent that came out, she was like old cartoon Maleficent. So she oh, had yeah. that very regal voice when she was talking. And that could be scary to a kid just because she's this big, tall, intimidating, evil queen witch thing i think haunted mansion would be scary for a lot of kids Mm -hmm. too it's my favorite ride i know just just because like it i mean especially now and especially at the one in disneyland that's all dressed up like nightmare before christmas yeah that was fun because it's dressed up like that it doesn't feel as scary when you look into the actual storytelling behind Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. There's a lot more to it, especially all the headstones out in the Q-Line Cemetery. All the little touches that they did for that ride. That is a very 
strange sort of concept ride that it's slow, but it's supposed to be creepy and scary, but it's got to be accessible enough for everyone. Right. I think it was a couple years ago when we saw like a video explaining the Haunted Mansion story and how when you get to the part with the, the bride in the attic, when the car turns around and you start going backwards, that's you falling, being pushed off the balcony. Right. And that's why you end up in the graveyard and you start seeing ghosts because you did. Right. Like, that's you, you fell from the top of this house. That's that moment. And it wasn't until, until I saw that video, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't realized that. That's, oh, that's a lot. That I means it's my favorite part of the ride because there's something about leaning back. Oh, yeah. And just being slowly carted down the hill. I was like, this is so nice. <laughs> I guess after a long day of walking, I'm just like, it's air conditioned. I feel like I'm laying down right now. Take me around again. <laughs> I'm just going to stay right here. <laughs> I wonder if you could do that. Just like refuse to get like, no, nah, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> or write it again. <laughs> I think it, if there's nobody in line... Mm. They might let you go again, mm-hmm. but more than likely there is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think that's fun. I think I like the idea of a villain park. I do really like that idea because you're going to have probably some older kids who are going to enjoy that and older adult kids who are yeah. definitely going to enjoy that. That's true. But I mean, it would open it up for a potential Hades ride or at least some kind of Hades something or other you know so you'd have some hercules which would be awesome (laughs) i feel like he is a very underappreciated disney character that's very true there's like almost nothing at the parks that talks about him so the fact that he comes out as one of the disney villains i'm just like excuse me what what (laughs) hades so random there's no zeus there's no hercules there's no meg there's nobody else at the park yeah unfortunately it would take i think epcot getting like a greek pavilion or maybe like a Mediterranean pavilion. That'd that might cool. that might be enough. Ooh, what if they did a Hercules ride like Peter Pan, but you're flying on Pegasus? Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. And then you're just kind of like over everything, and then you go through the clouds, you see Zeus, you see the battle, then you come back down, you know, to Earth, and you see Hercules and all his battles, but you're flying on Pegasus. That'd be cool. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> as long as it's slow, like the Peter Pan ride, I don't want like a roller coaster of Pegasus. No, thank you. <laughs> More than likely it would be. Okay, I'll take a little dip like they do in, like, Pirates, you know, that first, like, drop in Pirates. Oh, yeah. Which, that's kind of a scary ride, too, speaking of scary rides. I mean, yeah, I I guess it, I think it used to be a lot more scary before they added in the Jack Sparrow animatronics, Mm. or they had the movies, Mm -hmm. because these were just pirates, kind of like in Jurassic Park, when... Ian Malcolm's talking about, but yeah, when Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. (laughs) (laughs) True. True. (laughs) But I think with the movies being made and then... Incorporating them into... Right. Yeah. Making it more, even more family friendly. It made it less scary. I think for me, what makes a scary ride is the level at what you can see. Because Haunted Mansion is a very dark ride. But a lot of the areas that you're supposed to see are very well lit. Mm -hmm. So it makes, to me, that makes it a little less scary. I can clearly see what I need to see to be like, okay, this is what they're trying to get you to see. This is what needs to be seen. Yeah, they're not trying to hide it from you so that it pops out at you at the end. Right. Yeah. Whereas to me, Pirates is very dimly lit the whole way through. Even when you see all the animatronics moving, it's only lit by fire Mm -hmm. or fake fire. There's just kind of that weird illusion. And then you get kind of that one corner. The fire starts to go away and it gets real dark. And oh, you're just like, yeah. oh no. <laughs> yeah. That's the part where my heart starts to race. I'm like, we don't drop here. If there's no drop. We did the drop. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I, I think the scariest part for me is when you're going in between the two boats and the cannons are going off. Oh, yeah. And the splashes are getting really close to you. <laughs> it's like, I know they're not really shooting cannonballs at each other. But you may or may not get wet, depending on where you're sitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know thrill rides are kind of a thing mm-hmm. at Disney. Not as much as at Universal, but the ones that make you scream. 
mm-hmm. the ones that make your heart jump a little bit, <laughs> they have made them a lot more family-friendly, just like putting them in the daylight, mm-hmm. making them kind of short, having little bits for you to actually look at. Those have made it a bit more accessible. The only ride I can think of at Disney that is meant to be scary like, actually scary. I don't think Pirates is really meant to be scary. I don't think it's meant to be, but it definitely could be. Yeah. I think the only one that is meant to be scary is Haunted Mansion. And that just feels more campy to me now. But, right. again, I'm older, so maybe it's not to me. But right. I'm sure it is to some people. But it's one of the only ones that really has anything in that kind of realm of stuff. You know, there's no other ghost rides or... Oh, We're forgetting a big one. I'm sure people are already screaming at us listening to this one. What? Hollywood Studios, Tower of Terror. Oh, well, I know why I forgot that one. (laughs) You blocked it out. I blocked it out. I don't go on that ride. No. Uh -uh. That Uh -uh. that ride is an amazing ride. I'm, I'm sorry that it's not at Disneyland anymore. So Twilight Zone has always been one of those really creepy, very unnerving sort of shows. Mm hmm. Nowadays, I know they did the kind of reboot with Jordan Peele hosting. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen those episodes. I don't know if they made it a bit more scary. But in the past, Twilight Zone's always been that one that really hit the sweet spot as far as being creepy. It let your mind do most of the messing with you. And it was some sort of profound twist at the end rather than something like grotesque. Where it was like a social commentary about now. Kind of like Black Mirror. Yeah, that stuff's hard. Although Black Mirror got a little bit, I would say, more on the gory side after a while. Like they got... Some of them, yeah. Some of the episodes were real. Mm-hmm. Oof. The, you were talking about Tower of Terror. Yeah, that because Twilight Zone has that sweet spot in there, they actually incorporated that into the ride that I'm surprised our niece Caroline did so well on it. Bless her. I have no idea. She's she's tougher than me, I'll say that. Mm-mm. No, thank you. <laughs> it, it was something I, I wasn't expecting because it took me forever to actually get to ride this ride. Because every year I went, the line would be either insanely long, mm-hmm. which sometimes it still is, but I'll ride it anyway. Or it'll be closed. Yeah, they do have a lot of downtime on the Tower of Terror for some reason. All I know is, is I did go through it. I did get to see the queue line and everything. But I don't know if it was the better choice to ride the other elevator down with a staff member. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was that was scary. Yeah. It was a regular elevator. It was not a regular staff member. <laughs> I, I think they were trying to make you rethink it next time. Like, you think you're scared now. Okay. Yeah, no, he was just, just creepily. St- I mean, he was definitely playing his part, which was fun. I was like, okay. Cool. How long's this elevator ride? <laughs> One off. <laughs> but it's good though, because at least it's something I haven't forgotten, and it's my version of the Tower of Terror, which is different from everybody else's. That's true. So everyone else has the same memory of Tower of Terror, except for me, <laughs> the special one. I think that's cool though that they have that. And that to me is a special place as far as scare. Because you do see that big mix of sometimes little kids really like it and adults really like it. And some adults, myself included, no, <laughs> not doing it. Nope, nope. Mm-mm. I, again, I'm, I'm not the person who likes to be scared. I don't understand the point. I don't get it. For me, I think it's always been like, I know this isn't going to hurt me sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So... Whatever chemical is released from getting scared but living through it, Mm -hmm. apparently my brain really likes it. Yeah, as you (laughs) tell me when we go through a haunted house, don't worry, they can't touch you. They have to stay a certain amount of feet away from you. And they were two inches from my face. I don't know if I said they have to stay far away from you or a certain distance away. I know they're not supposed to touch you. Unless you go to one of those places that make you sign a waiver and... Yeah, no, I did Look, if I gotta sign a waiver to be scared, no. I'm definitely <laughs> out. Mm-mm, I yeah. won't even... No. <laughs> yeah, that that's one of those things that will be much more talked about next week. Mm-hmm. Because as the sun goes down and the creepy crawlies come out, 
it becomes a bit more difficult for Michelle to keep her eyes open. <laughs> I did my best. <laughs> no, this is this is the part of Halloween that I love decorating for. That I love seeing people's enjoyment of being scared. And I get to stand in the back and go, ha ha, that's awesome. I think that scratches your costumer prop maker itch mm -hmm. enough that you're willing to go along with it even if it makes it creepy. Even if you turned a regular skeleton bat into one that's very grotesque and I'm very desiccated. Proud of them. I'm really proud of them. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a it's a carcass now instead of just a skeleton. Right. And I've gotten better. I can go into the Halloween stores, I can go near the spiders, I can get close-ish to the clowns, still dislike them a lot. And I even like putting the spiders up. Now it's not to say that once they're up, I'm not gonna bolt into the house so I don't have to see them. <laughs> I definitely, I still remember decorating mom's house, put up this big web-like cocoon between the trees that we had, but it was the cocoon of spider webs and we had little spiders everywhere and we had this one big one, yeah, like right on the outside. I refused to go through that front door the entire month. <laughs> I went through the garage, <laughs> but I put it up. It makes no sense. Next week is going to be all about the creepy crawlies, the parts that make you watch through your fingers. Or not at all. Or not at all. <laughs> Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers, of course, because it's Halloween. We have to of talk course. about him. The last one, Halloween Ends, mm -hmm. is coming out soon. All those slasher movies. Right. I mean, I would even consider, like, Final Destination and stuff like that in there as well. Scream. So... Yeah, anything that is kind of grotesque and gets your heart pumping and a little bit scared and is found in the horror section. You might hear my voice being a little bit higher pitched the more we talk about it next week. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, she might want that episode to be a little bit shorter just so she doesn't have to talk about it so much. Yeah, Universal, uh, talk about Halloween Horror Nights at Six Flags, talk about Fright Fest. We'll talk about all that come next week. Thanks for tuning in this week for the not-so-scary portion of Halloween. We are... Geeky Dinks! Dinks.